And we are live. Welcome to Take Note uh, with your host, Nanda Murray, and my co-host, as always, Kaylee Kanina. We are here with uh, our new friend, Michael C. Press, uh, and we are going to play some songs today. We're going to talk. We're going to get to know Michael a little bit. Literally, it's like a fresh getting to know you. I, I love that <laughs> when it's like when I'm actually getting to know somebody in front of other people. So uh, thank you for being here, brother. I appreciate it. I'm thrilled to be here. Thanks for the invite. Thank you both. The The context of this is um, Michael sent a message to me on social media saying, you seem like a lovely person. And uh, you're right, Michael. You're right. He is a lovely person. <laughs> he, he melted my heart. He melted my heart. So I said, well, you seem, if not equally as lovely, superiorly lovely, if that's even a word. <laughs> We were having a loveliness and, contest. Um, <laughs> we, were, we were having a loveliness contest, basically. And so I said, I, I've got a really nice podcast that I think you would look very handsome on. Um, and so here we are. And it's, it's really cool to have you here. So the, the, the kind of premise of this specific podcast. And this is our 10th episode. Episode oh, right 10. On. Episode number 10. So this is... Right on. It's not a big number, but it's not a small number either. It's a serious number. Ten it's is a serious, serious number. <laughs> um, so what were we thinking, Ananda? We we really wanted to to not only sing some songs, but delve into the uh, the the meanings and the significance and the substance of songs and and lyrics and such, right? Yeah, just just the. I feel that the last few podcasts that we've had, it's they've been um, so deep in terms of the conversation that we've had, the guests that we've had. And I think what really inspired us in the beginning to get on this Bodica platform, which is an amazing platform, taking all of these um, really like devotional, spiritual, conscious arts and putting them in a place, having conversations around the culture of spirituality, around the aesthetic of spirituality and how that by adding that into our lives, whoever we are, how our life is exponentially uplifted and uh, and benefited. And one thing that inspired us specifically on the Take Note, Kelly and I are both musicians, but really to to bring out the the aspect of art, the aspect of poetry through music, and how meaning and message and culture and uh, experience is conveyed through these arts. And so this is a, this is exciting. It's something that we're really kind of diving in for the first time publicly, but we're going to, we're going to hear a song from Michael. We're going to get to know Michael a little bit, and then we'll, uh, we'll possibly do some other songs as well. And just talk about the lyrics, really dive into what is the message behind the song into the song. Yes. Okay, so. great. So, so Michael, I want to officially welcome you and um, w yeah. Would you be so kind as to, to perhaps start, by playing something and then we can we can hear a little bit about you as a person and, and also talk about this song of yours. Is that okay? Sure. That sounds you, just fine. You can yeah. you can open the show for yeah. us. <laughs> okay. Sounds good. Yeah. Um, when you mentioned the well, first off, thank thank you both, yeah. truly, um, for not not only a, a wonderful introduction to your show here, your podcast, but also to such a really sweet start to brand new friendships. Yeah. I uh, I um I will confess I have 
Mm, I often have a hesitance or an odd feeling around the internet and the digital world in general because I'm really an analog guy, you know. Mm. I, uh, but this has reminded me that we can become very, very uh, connected face to face really quickly with people all over the world through, you know, formats like this. Yeah. And it's the, the music and the art that brought us together. So uh, thank you for letting me be here. Yeah, totally. Thank you. What, what's the song you're going to be playing for us called? Yeah, the song is called uh, Be Yourself Again. Uh, mm -hmm. when, when Kaylee had mentioned a sort of conversation around um, spiritual discovery and music, mm -hmm. this, is, this is one of the mm -hmm. first songs I wrote that I felt I personally, and I hope others, had, mm, that it sort of gets to the root of that sense of music helping you heal and work through your own spiritual mm. path or open that door for you. Yeah, awesome. Should I give it a go? Yeah, please, please do. do. Every night spent wondering if what you see is real Every day distractions from the work to really feel Truest love inside of you, a voice unfiltered true Stepping back from all the things you thought you really knew To feel yourself and see yourself To free yourself and heal yourself To free yourself and be yourself again Wrapped in dark and falling down, your sweet glow fading low. The company of misery, a song you've come to know. Every story they gave you proved to shout a lie. Not until you walked away to find your way to fly And feel yourself and see yourself Free yourself and heal yourself To free yourself and be yourself again To free yourself and see Free yourself and heal yourself. Free yourself to be yourself again. To be yourself again. To be yourself and step inside and finally see how nothing's lost or floated off too far 
back to all those days a boy with pleasure eyes never question the journey of each bright colorful light every vision a drawing done in shades gold blue and Walk of love before you rolls four miles ahead. So free yourself and see yourself. Heal yourself and feel yourself to free yourself and be yourself again. So feel yourself and see yourself Free yourself and heal yourself Free yourself to be yourself again Woo! Yeah! Thank you. Oh man, super wonderful. Thank you, thank you. Yeah, so tell us a little a bit about that song before we kind of get into you. Um, when you said that was like a song that you had written, when it was really kind of intentionally, you were saying like, okay, there's there's this there's this journey happening. There's this yeah. journey happening in our in, in my spiritual life and your spiritual evolution. So it's like that's you had mentioned, and that's the impression I got. That's what you really wanted to communicate. But when how when did you write that song, and kind of what what's a little bit behind that? Sure. So um, about about four years ago, I made a pretty huge leap in my mm. own life. Uh, I felt I had reached a point where a, mm. a, a chapter of a certain sort had come to a close. Yeah. And I knew that I needed to sort of cut free of a lot of different things and return to some version of my own truth. I didn't even mm. necessarily know what that was, but I did know that I was denying myself the chance to do and be a lot of the things that I wanted to mm. naturally do and be. Yeah. And um, and so, you know, I, I made what were some difficult but really important decisions. And this is one of those songs that came shortly after that moment because mm. I realized that along with making that leap into a certain unknown, I needed to think about what I was missing and what I needed to return to inside of myself. Mm. And uh, so it was actually when I was um, in Wisconsin, in my, my childhood bedroom at the place where I grew up visiting family, the, I, the beginning of this song turned up, um, this idea of be yourself again, but it was actually the phrase from the last verse, um, dreaming back to all those days, a boy with pleasure eyes. Mm. This idea of like, wow, here I am, we're in the same city I was born in, thinking about who I was as a boy mm. and what that was like. And what about that sort of innocence and that truth of who I was as a little guy mm. is still inside of me? maybe tucked away a little too far, but it's now mm -hmm. my job to, to get reconnected with that. Yeah. So, um, so that's how this one started. Yeah. Wow. Recently, I, I've heard this idea that, um, 
to heal or like healing means to become whole. Like the word healing actually comes from holing. It become literally to, mm. to become whole. So mm -hmm. I appreciate that, that you were reflecting on. Yeah. There's this aspect of you that, that visionary, that dreamer aspect that, you know, what part of that had been left behind, what part of you had been left behind or, you know, maybe pushed aside. And right. this song was kind of like a welcoming, welcoming back. You, you had one line in there. It said, um, truest love inside of you a voice unfiltered true i really that that stuck out to me the unfiltered true because a lot of times uh i know i'll speak personally it's like i want my truth filtered a little bit i don't want <laughs> i don't want like the <laughs> the like sharp edges or the you know the I, the spiciness that's there but i want it filtered a little bit but the unfiltered truth is is very very sweet yeah yeah the unfiltered truth and that unfiltered love that mm. I think is also born into us. Mm. And um, the more we can do to find the tools to access it, mm. I think the the better off we are, you know? And I think that's yeah. the other part of this is the that the unfiltered truth of, our, of ourselves and also just this amazing, natural, very human, unfiltered love that's inside mm. of us all. Yeah. Um, it seems like we lost Kaylee. Hopefully, the <laughs> thing is, internet was uh, getting a little choppy. Um, so I, I, let's get to know you a little bit. Um, sure. So you're from Wisconsin originally. Yeah. And yeah. so, kind of tell us a little bit about like your background, like what what sure. how because you were saying that you lived in Seattle now. Yep. Right. Yeah. So what so... what's taken you from Wisconsin <laughs> to Seattle? Yeah, I um I grew up in the Midwest in a town called Wausau, Wisconsin, and um, yeah, there he's back. Welcome Kelly's back. back. <laughs> and um, and I was I've just always been uh, artistic and creative by nature. I think you know, yeah. my one of my favorite things to do as a, as a little kid was um, to fill fill cups with colored water, food mm. coloring and water, and I'd stand at the sink for hours and just mix colors 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 and mix the combinations and look at them through the light and um and just naturally inclined to music and dancing and so that's really uh you know as as a little boy i if someone asked me what i wanted to be when i grew up i'd tell them an artist because I, yeah. I knew that i was an artist and um and i guess that creative path has taken me a few different ways music has absolutely been a through line all the mm. way all the way mm. along um, though as an adult and professionally one of the things that happened was um, after art school and um, and eventually moving out here to Seattle for a, a master's degree in in art mm. um, I discovered fabric as another medium that I really love and mm. got very deep into clothing design and clothing construction and I trained as a tailor um, mm. so along with always having uh, music in my blood and and making it in some capacity. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I paid my way through undergraduate school playing bars in, in the Midwest all, yeah. uh, for, for years and years playing rock and roll, which, you know, I, I still love. Um, but I've also uh, really been into fabric as, as my other kind of creative outlet and had my own fashion business for 12 years, um, wow. designing, designing and making menswear and uh, sort of colorful, exciting, what I think is exciting men's clothing. Yeah. Um, but actually talking about, you know, this sort of leap of faith made a few years ago, that was really mm -hmm. about 
stepping away from the, the fashion business and returning to music. Mm -hmm. And so um, kind of where I'm at right now most recently is uh, realizing that um, all of these things can play together. They can mm -hmm. all dance together. I think any of us who love music understand that how we dress, how we present ourselves is another part of um, showing the world who we are, just like mm -hmm. the lyrics of our songs are, just like mm -hmm. the way we might express ourselves through an instrument or through a dance. Um, so, yeah, I guess that's that's my off-the-cuff quick, quick version of who I am and what I do. Yeah. yeah. Kelly, are you back with us or is it, how are you doing over there? Are you pretending to be frozen? <laughs> are you really frozen? Oh, he's really frozen. I think he's really frozen. <laughs> <laughs> oh no. It's robot Kelly. Oh goodness! It is Robot Kelly. Well, maybe maybe he'll join us again once the wire opens up again. It's all the way. It's all. Oh, he's gone. <laughs> it's all the way. It's all the way across the pond. It's a long yeah. way for the for the internet yeah. to go. Yeah. Um, super cool. What is so a little bit? I mean, that's super interesting to me. Are you there, Kelly? Hello. He's Hello. back. Welcome back. I'm really sorry. The um. Yeah, the internet here isn't so good. So I hope that I can stick around for this podcast. <laughs> Have I frozen again? No, no, you're good. We nope, hear you. Okay. Here. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, before I freeze again, before I freeze again, I wanted to um, comment on one line, which was, can you, can you repeat it? Something about the walk of love before you stretches miles ahead. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And... Um... Yeah, the, yeah, the lyric is, um, ev every vision a drawing done in shades, gold, blue, and red, the walk of love before you rolls for miles ahead. So how, how feel, feel yourself. Yeah, yeah, thank you. I, I really, really, really like that writing. And, um, and just this, this concept of love being a, a journey and like a path and not necessarily an easy one as well, like one that stretches right. miles ahead, rolls miles ahead. Right. Um, I I really love, I love to kind of experience people's capacity and ability to articulate love, but in so many different ways, and especially that, mm -hmm. that kind of um, concept of how love isn't just a, a an action it's not you know it's not like um love isn't it, it's like breathing it's something we have to constantly do you know it's mm, not just like right. something you do once it's a, a continuous right. path you know right right and i also think about when i also think about love as being this thing that we can constantly recenter ourselves to mm. you know mm. that it's it really is this core element and like those of us who may have a meditation practice or something that we're always actively kind of bringing ourselves back to a calm center, that love can be one of those center things that we always bring back, 
bring ourselves back to. Mm -hmm. So if, you know, life wander, draws us off and we wander away and we, you know, get over here and it's like, no, 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 come back to this place of love as a, a middle point that you constantly return to and check in mm -hmm. with. I, I like I like this analogy of love being like the breath, and and I I like that what you shared also Michael, and I think just to kind of extend that even a little bit further, there is a way in which I can try to stop breathing. And and it's unnatural, right? Like in breathing is in, it's interesting because it's it's something that is involuntary. Sometimes it just happens. I'm going to I'm going to breathe naturally because I have lungs and the lungs will need to be filled with air, right? So mm -hmm. so love in a very similar way. It's like I need to love, um yet I can stop myself from loving. Right? And I and I but like you said too, I could also bring my awareness back to loving and and being conscious, being attentive to that. Just like with my breath, I can I I'll breathe unconsciously but being attentive to my breath is is a completely different experience yeah yeah and love is an amazing thing in that it 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 um affects affects everything in equal ways in all directions when we love someone or something they are changed by it and we are also changed by the mm. act of loving them you mm. know and uh that's another that's another part of it that i always try to keep in mind it's mm. um when you give, the act of giving becomes a gift as well, just mm. by its nature, you know? Yeah. Mm. I wanted to look at, Kelly, do you have anything? I wanted to look at another, some of these other lines that were really sticking out to me. Oh no, Kelly Freeze. <laughs> he may have. Ah! Kaylee Conina, don't freeze. Um, I, I really like this, and I like the line that Kelly brought up also, the gold, blue, and red. Um, and I liked, wrapped in dark and falling down, your sweet glow fading low. I think it really speaks to this point of, because spiritual life, uh, in my experience, and in the experience of many other people that I, that I speak with, um, it's not just a... Uh, a path of ease and comfort. Like right. last week la or two weeks ago, we had a guest and we were speaking a lot about comfort and how comfort in many ways can become the enemy to an aspiring, you know, person who wants depth in their life because depth is not always comfortable. Right. So this right. line where you're saying wrapped in dark and falling down your sweet glow fading low. Right. So this this aspect or this experience that one may have where it's like I'm lo I'm losing my I'm losing my luster, I'm losing my excitement for life. Right. And or or just the just the the weight that comes about from you know, seeking after something that's meaningful and potent. Right. Right. And I think that's a moment uh, hard as those moments might be, would would you say that that's often where the the light kind of gets turned on or mm. the little a, a fresh realization gets made yeah right because you're um you land in this dark spot the confusion i had i had a wonderful instructor in art school who always said keep yourself as confused as you possibly can all mm. the time because it's out of that place of confusion that mm. you're going to hit the breakthrough that's when you're going to find the new thing yeah um 
And uh, have you found that in your own life that that's been the case? I would agree. Yeah, hundred percent. I think the uh, it's it's in those moments of tension, and when that tension breaks, or when that tension shifts, right? Uh, when that tension shifts, that's when that's when lessons that were previously unavailable in my you know previous circumstance or situation become then available. Right. right. And that, and that tension is that, is that growth. And we see this pattern throughout nature also in so many different ways of how, uh, first there's a, a shock or first there's a fire or first there's something of tension or pressure and then something beautiful rises from that. Is sure is born out of that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you mentioned recently kind of just this, leap of faith what did that really because you were getting into fashion you've started your own you, you, you've created clothing what mm -hmm. what did that look like and kind of what spurred that on coming from because you said that clothing was really something that it was another aspect of this creative expression that was meaningful to you what yeah. what brought you to that space of yeah, transitioning yeah. to music sure um it's interesting because fashion is still one of those things that has that creative mm. sparkle for me yeah um but you know running running it uh having it in my life as a business mm. um it can change things sometimes you know i think any anyone who has taken their passion and turned it into their their primary way of life has realized that um there's certain compromises you have to make along the way to mm. um you might have to compromise your own creativity or your own passion for it for the sake of running a business and earning mm. the money you need and da 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 da. Mm. So um, part of it for me was that, you know, mm. and I also um, an, another aspect was I was just in a place with my life where what I was giving the majority of my time to, while it was perfectly lovely things to do, mm. there was nothing truly majorly traumatic about any of it, but it was not, it wasn't, it didn't match my own nature and my own voice as an artist. Mm. It was so, it was a number of things that were close, leaning in the direction of the general type of thing I saw myself doing, but they weren't right on the nose, my, my absolute mm. artistic desire. Mm. And so, um, so, you know, I had to, I had to make the choice of just realizing I have to push pause on or a clean stop on mm. a lot of these things and just wipe the slate clean for a while in yeah. order to figure out, okay, what, here I am, I'm a young artist, I have a lot of energy, I have a lot of passion, I have a lot of love, what do I actually want to do with it? Mm. And, um, and for instance, you know, the, the, the clothing hustle had me not touching a guitar for years mm. when it's like one of my favorite things to do. Yeah. So, you know, it, it was a multifaceted thing for mm. sure. Um, but it really meant acknowledging when a chapter had come to a close and mm. I could sort of saw that, okay, that was wonderful. You say, thank you. <laughs> thank, thanks for that ride. It's mm. come to an end. It's done now. I need to just clear the deck and start fresh. And, mm. and that's what I've been, and now that was for about four years ago. And, mm. um, and I have a whole lot of, a whole lot more music in my world now than I did four years ago be, because of that choice. And it's been yeah. great. 
I love, I love what you said, recognizing that the chapter is like coming to a close. And, uh, and I think for me personally, it re that really resonated with me because this last year was very much that in many ways of my life. And I had, I had felt kind of like this buildup and, um, you know, both in internal ways and both in kind of external physical ways, how I was like, oh, this is, this is the wrapping up of a chapter. And, yeah. and I think going back to this idea about like the, those moments of tension, you know, uh, I'm reading a really wonderful story right now called the Ramayana, which I don't know if you've ever read the Ramayana, but it's, mm -mm. um, I realized today, not only was it like the inspiration for star Wars, uh, but it was also the inspiration for super Mario brothers. <laughs> it's oh, okay. just like the whole paradigm of like, you know, saving the, saving the princess, the damsel in distress, the, you know, the bad guys like come and stolen her. But, um, Anyway, this Ramayan is a beautiful story. But I was thinking at the end of each chapter, there's always this cliffhanger, right? There's, there's this mm -hmm. tension. There's like, okay, it completed, but then what is, what's coming next? What's happening, right. happening next? And, and be, becoming adept in our life to recognize those chapter transitions. Like the answers may not be there. Right, but being able to close the chapter and say, "Okay, I'm ready to enter into the next chapter to see right. what what is revealed," and I think uh, that's a skill. It's an art. I think it is an art, and you know, I've I've been blessed with um, a number of friends in my life who are in their 70s and in their 80s. Mm. You know, people who are um, as much as twice as old as I am, yeah. and that's that's one of the most amazing things i've learned from my friendships with them and mm. talking to them is that if you look back on your life you realize that there are these these sort of broad brush strokes that move through your life and for a while you do one thing and it runs its every, everything's on a cycle everything runs its course mm. and that you can either see what that course for what it is and embrace its beginning, middle, and end. Or, you know, I think we've we've also either ourselves or seen it in others where they're not ready for that and natural ending to come, and they keep hammering away at it and hammering away at it and trying yeah. to make it work and trying to make it work. But generally, yeah. I think you just end up making yourself kind of miserable in, yeah, yeah. in that process. Uh, so yeah, I, I'm grateful to my elder, to my elders for helping me see that, um, yeah, we can pay attention to those cycles and mm. see them as a blessing, mm. you know, really see them as a blessing rather than something that's happening to you and that's hard to work through, but just it's, it's the nature of anything. Mm. How, how do you go about that personally, seeing things as blessings? Like when, when things are recently, a few friends of mine, they're having a conversation of becoming worthy of our suffering. There's this quote by Viktor Frankl that, mm -hmm. that to be, um, I'm not sure if you've ever read Man's Search for Meaning. Have you mm -hmm. read that book? It's a, I highly I'm recommend it. I'm familiar with it, but I've never, I haven't read it cover to cover, no. Yeah, so in this, in this book, he, he has this quote. I think he's actually quoting someone else, but, but this idea of becoming worthy of our suffering, right? Mm -hmm. Which can sound very dark, but, but it is this like, like you said, am I fighting the circumstance right now? Am I fighting these, you know, these caught these uh, situations that appear to be come, you know, closing in on me and making my life difficult? And why is this happening to me? Right. Right. But right. the recognition of saying like, 
let me let me embrace this. Let me move forward, right? Let me let me recognize and move forward with grace. Let me see that grace is is descending in my life right now. So, my question is like personally, how do you go about doing that? How do you go about keeping that mentality, that consciousness in the difficult times that you face? Yeah. Um, how do I do that? One thing I do, I work really hard to see things from all angles, mm. if possible. Mm. And when something's happening, um, whatever it is, good, bad, or otherwise, um, to just realize that my perspective is only one perspective mm. pointing at that thing. Yeah, yeah. Every other person, Mother Nature, the spirit world, all of these things are all engaging in what's happening. Mm. And that there's a number of, in, it's a multifaceted thing that has mm. a lot of influence that's creating it to happen. Um, and so uh, I start there and, mm. then I, and then I immediately ask, okay, what's, what's the gift in this? What's the blessing in this that either I'm not seeing or, that mm. I, or what is the blessing that I can see? Mm. Um, and just s express my gratitude for it. Mm. And, um, and I think another part of it is, uh, while it's mysterious to me, I do believe in some sort of higher order or a bigger mm. plan guiding us forward. Yeah. And so when, so as things unfold, I try to keep in mind that it's all happening for a particular reason. Mm. Uh, I might not know what that reason is. Mm. I don't know if anyone knows what that reason is. Mm. But this, I think it's this, uh, it's maybe that where faith comes into the picture, where mm. I just trust that there is some sort of greater good at mm. work. I'm, uh, as, a, as a human being, as a artist, I'm, I'm one of many, many passengers just moving through this experience of life. Mm. And if you can surrender to that a little bit, mm. it really does make it easier. Mm. You know, it makes it lighter. Mm. And um, and so I guess those are a, those are a few things I I try to keep conscious of yeah. and remind myself of. I mean, it, that, yeah. that's where the work is, right? When every day you have to remind yourself of, like, no, that's where I'm, this is what it's all about. You know. Yeah it helps it feel a little less like, ah, all this stuff's flying at me from all over the place and I don't know what to do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I, I, I really appreciate this principle of surrender that you brought up. There's a, you know, if one wants to be, you know, uh, at least, and I'll speak from my, you know, my own experience. If I'm, you know, if I'm saying, well, I want to be rational, I want to be empirical around, you know, the choices that I make in my life. Well, then if I look at my life and see how circumstances that were beyond my comprehension, beyond my organization, how I've seen those circumstances play out in life, the, ser the, the serendipitous nature of the events that have unfolded in my life that have brought me to this place. And, and if I look honestly about the, the kind of at what percentage did my decision making really have in the outcomes of, of a lot of these things, right? right? I'm involved. Right. I'm involved. Sure. I'm a part of the sure. equation, but a part. And so, right. 
this principle of surrender uh, in Sanskrit, the, there's a there's a term sharanagati, and it's described that this process of sharanagati or the process of surrender is the actual process to peace. It's the actual process to finding our the innermost fulfillment of our heart's desire, of our heart's longing. And it's in that it's in that sacred space of surrender that we have the most opportunity to become whole, to become, you know, real, <laughs> so to speak. Right. Right. And uh, so I appreciate that you brought that up, that our relationship with the circumstances of life, right, that seeing the unfoldment of, of my life circumstances and then knowing a term that I really like to use, the self beyond circumstance and surrendering to that self beyond mm. circumstance mm -hmm. in this in, you know, in any given situation. Right. 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 I mean, that, that's huge. And, and gosh, we live in a, at least there's such an aspect in contemporary American culture, mm. capitalist culture of getting things under control, putting them in order, forcing them to be what you want them to be. Mm. And, uh, and the sort of endless grind for how for your world being what you want it to be, mm. which is actually quite the opposite of what what I find and believe a lot of goodness and abundance comes from is mm. that idea of surrender, not trying to strong arm anything into sort of beating things into submission, but to instead just release it all so mm. that the natural order and flow can mm. have some space to come in, mm. you know? Mm. Um, so the 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 blessings and the 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 aspects that you are intended to live can really take form. Mm. Your nature can your absolute nature can can bloom mm. because you've given it some space to do that. Yeah, does that make sense? Yeah, definitely. Um, a question came to my mind: uh, what What is a lot of the what is your process of songwriting? Like you mentioned the song that you shared with us, it was, you know, you were visiting home and I'm, I'm sure it's variegated. So I guess kind of a sampling of how do you go about writing songs? Yeah. Either, either you could answer um, like practically or just kind of consciously, what is your process? Sure. Um, one thing that happens a lot is I hear these sort of fragments mm. <laughs> and I just grab them um, little. And when I say I hear them in my own mind, yeah, yeah. Um, I get these little blips of phrases or words that I think really dance together nicely. Yeah. And whenever I hear one, I grab it and I write it down. Mm. Um, and so here in the studio, I have, you know, this sort of stacks of little yellow pieces of paper where every time I grab one of those phrases, uh, it's like a seed, you yeah. know, it's like just a little seed. And so then part of the songwriting process becomes grabbing one of those seeds and being like, all right, what, yeah. is it, what does it want to become? You know, yeah. is it, what's its rhythm like? What's it, you know, what does that feel like? Is it like a sort of fun, sexy, dancey thing? Is it a yeah. soul deep kind of thing? Um, and, you know, I've, Ananda, I've also had uh, these kind of amazing moments where a whole song, just seems like it flies out of the sky and it's like yeah. a mosquito that goes bzz, right in my ear 
Yeah. And I have to, I have a, a few quick seconds to grab a pen and an instrument to try to hammer it out and get it down. Yeah. And it just, they just happen. It's, yeah. It's, it's such a, such a magical experience. I love hearing about, um, songwriters and their process and and i love seeing the similarities i love seeing also the 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 nuances in in approaches to music i know kelly uh this last year he had he had written over 70 songs i mean he's 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 one of the most prolific persons that i know but he we've we he shared with me once and i really appreciate it because i was i was going through my notebook and i have you know scores of unfinished songs <laughs> scores of, of sure. lines or ideas and uh and he one of his reflections was unfinished songs are your best friend because you just have it yeah and and i've i've seen too in my life that maybe i start a song and it it i just i hit a wall i can't go past a certain verse so i can't go past the chorus and then for a year it just sits there and I, i'll go back to it every now and then and like test the water and the the water's still cold but then all of a sudden through life experience through realizations through whatever it is that i'm experiencing internally externally all of a sudden that song becomes ripe and Mm -hmm. and then it then it comes out and then like you said there's other times that it just unfolds almost instantaneously there's this it's like this download where you know I, i really love talking about this word inspire literally to be to spirit enters into us right that Mm -hmm. that that love supreme that the divine has a way in which to express himself through the the minute particles of of consciousness these living entities throughout this world and all the little creative expressions yeah yeah Yeah. and and that it's available to all of us Mm. that's one thing that i always try to remember is that Mm. sure artists we might be inclined to this type of thing more so than some others might. But I really believe that versions of that inspiration are available to all of us. And so anything we can do to clear away the cobwebs and clear the fog of our spirit, our mind, just to yeah. keep it really transparent and open so mm. that so that the, the inspiration can happen. And that yeah. when it's happening, we see that it's happening and we can do something with it. Yeah, <laughs> totally, know? totally. Yeah. Um, so I want to give an update on Kaylee. Uh, he wrote to me, he said his internet is almost out of data, unfortunately. So oh, he wants to okay. send his apologies, but, uh, so he won't be able to join us again, but I do want to ask you, could you, would you have any other songs that you'd like to share that you'd be able to share? Um, I suppose, or would you like to share one? I would love, to, I would love to hear another song by you actually. Okay. Um, Yeah. Well, Sorry to put you on then? the spot. Oh no, that's okay. That's okay. I mean, yeah, I've got, I've got songs. Um, this is this is kind of a new one that I'm still I'm still working on. It hasn't cool. been recorded yet, but it's it's fresh and it's an idea that I it's an idea of a song that I feel okay sharing. So cool. yeah. okay, um, it's called uh, "Let the Love Shine In." Mm. Here, let's do it like this. Open the door and let the love shine in Be there to feel how the day begins 
cleaning sadness out your way Open the door and let the love shine in Open the door and let your soul be free Show me that something you long to be Even when the goodness causes pain Open the door and let your soul be free Know the time will call you to face the strain Arrive alive to walk you through with sense and grace To ease your pain Open the door till you can see the light Face the sun to let it guide you right To where the fears all melt away Open the door till you can see the light Come see the sunlight through the rain Open the door and let the love shine in Oh man, that's wonderful. Yeah, thank you. That's something you're in the process of working on. Yeah, yeah. Um, beginning to turn it into a recording that can be shared. And um, yeah, it's one of those where I think, I think all the parts are there. Um, yeah. And the, the spirit and the message is there. And it's yeah, like, yeah. okay, what, how, how do I want to refine it and, and finish it? Yeah, totally. Are you... and? Yeah. Uh, in your process, do you do a lot of recording on your own? Or are you recording? At, do you have a studio that you work out of, or um, both of those things? Yeah. So mm -hmm. I have I have my studio here at home. Um, I do a lot here, and then I'm I'm blessed with a hand, wonderful handful of musical collaborators here in Seattle that yeah. I also pair with um, a engineer and produce slash producer who I'm particularly close with, and he's the one who. I volley my ideas with, and we constantly work on recordings, and wow. then, uh, and also have a have a band um, for those times when uh, the the whole band wants to be on the recordings, or you know when we can be back on stage, which is yeah. <laughs> another thing I really love to do, but uh, haven't been able to for a while now. Yeah, what's the what's the band called when you guys do it's, perform? When we do, yeah, when it's when we do it, it's I use my name. Um, okay, cool. You know, it's yeah, I'm just Michael Seapress, but um, with the the full orchestration of a band. You know. Yeah, yeah, awesome. Yeah. That's been yeah, it's been one thing that I. So I, I lived as a monk for about five years, um, and the practice that we were part of was the bhakti tradition, and and a mm -hmm. huge thing was kirtan. Have you ever heard of kirtan before? Yeah, yeah. Awesome, yeah. Yeah, so just that aspect of of communal music, right? What, yeah. how potent that is. I mean, it's 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 amazing when humans express music just even as an individual, but what to speak when humans are communicating uh, via music and playing music together. Yeah. 
Yeah, and I think in this in this current moment, uh, the COVID moment, so many musicians have been put in this spot that's so uh, so different than what we're used to. You know, we yeah. those of us that love getting together with others and really making music as a group, as a sort of communal flowing thing. Yeah. And then suddenly it's like, oh no, we have to be by ourselves so much more than we otherwise would. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's it's. It's been fast, definitely been a fascinating year, year and a half for so yeah. many of us. Yeah, totally. Well, super cool. I uh, yeah, I think I will. I'll share one song since we're having like a a song yeah, a song song share. <laughs> and uh, Kelly just released a song actually today. He released it on right. SoundCloud, um, which is a song that I'm just blown away by everything that he's written this past year. Um, we've actually never met in person we've our our, oh, really? our friendship has only existed digitally thus far so i'm looking forward to the, the day that we do get to meet but um yeah kelly's a wonderful friend he's an amazing artist and so uh anyone listening if you haven't heard his song already it's called wrong wall and uh it's a beautiful song that he composed and recorded in the last few days he's a genius so <laughs> um i want to share a song that actually you've 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 sparked my memory for it's a song that i wrote this last year as well and it's very much we 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 talked a lot about the um acknowledging and recognizing the transitions and chapters of our life mm -hmm. and becoming adept at that at at noticing okay there, there this is an end this is a close and this is something shifting into something new um so this is a song that i wrote uh it's called ripen off the vine and I, I saw a little tomato one day. I was doing a little walking meditation. I saw a little green cherry tomato that had fallen off the, the little scrawny tomato bush that we had in our backyard. And uh, I saw it there for about a week. And then after a week, I saw that that little green unripe tomato had become ripened. And it, mm -hmm. just, it just spawned on me the, the idea of... And then I looked up actually later after I had already written, written the song, but that to ripen off the vine, a lot of times when vegetables and fruits do that, it's because on the vine, they're getting too much nutrients, too much oxygen. And they're, they're kind of, they get lazy, you could say, but yeah. off the vine, they have to actually breathe on their own. There's a mm -hmm. process that their cells actually have to go through to survive, to, to get sweeter. And uh, so that's kind of the spirit of this song. So we'll share that. Terrific, please, yeah. Some things were wrapping off the vine. Some fruits get sweeter off the tree. If I don't jump, I'll stay ground bound. In the shallow side, but still I drown. No, if I don't swim, if I don't fly, if I don't move. When I feel green, my tendency is there to cling. But growth is often partnered with a sting. Anyone who's loved before knows what I mean. I don't know. 
the time to grow, but it knows me. Fear isn't always such a friend. It tends to take away more than it lends. It tends to break apart before it bends. It makes more enemies than friends. What you don't know will help you grow when you let it go. I said some things will ripen off the vine. Whoa! I said some things will ripen off the vine. Whoa! I said some things will ripen off the vine. Whoa! Some things will. Wrapping off the vine. Yeah, right on. <laughs> I was losing my headphones uh, last year. <laughs> stepping to that. That's a really nice one. That's a really oh. nice one. Yeah. yeah Thanks, yeah. brother. I'm, I'm, I, I'm so much looking forward to this being able to, or I, I mean, we can do it now, but just being able to, to share music with each other. Yeah. It's actually a very wonderful experience. And, uh, and I'm, I'm appreciating that in a fresh way right now because being able to um, hear your songs, hear you talk about them, hear the the spirit behind them, and, and being able to share myself as well. I, you know, I wish Kelly was here. <laughs> We'd <laughs> be able to share as well. But it's, uh, it's a very wonderful experience. I totally agree. Yeah. I, I it, it feels great. And, uh, this is this is a, a gift we can give one another for sure, and and I hope everyone that's that's in, watching and enjoying the podcast today is also getting a little something from it too. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Well, I I want to thank you again for being with us, and uh, and like like you said at the beginning, just the the fresh starts of an of a of a new friendship and relationship. Yeah. Uh, looking forward to at some point if I I'm out in Michigan, so if you're ever if you're ever out in Michigan. I live in Ipsatucky or Ipsaland, oh, okay. Michigan, uh-huh. by Ann Arbor. And uh, so, <laughs> okay. if you're ever out in this neck of the woods, I'd love to. Yeah, love to meet you. And then, likewise, if I'm ever out there, I'll reach out because it's. Uh, by all means. The connection's been made. It has. It has, and my door is always open to you for sure. Cool. Thanks yeah. for uh, reaching out to Kelly and uh, and making this connection happen. Uh, my pleasure looking do you have any upcoming music or anything like what where can people find you what can you know where can people kind of hear more of you yeah um my website is a good place just michaelcpress.com and mm-hmm. uh anything that i've recorded and released so far is is up on all of the the major streaming platforms spotify itunes amazon those places okay. um and you know i have a pi- i have a pile of new music that i'm um you know, just working away on and yeah. it, it might, it might be an album. It might be a number of singles in the future, but yeah. 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 I just make, make, make and, and share it when it feels ready. Cool. Okay. We'll look out for it. 
Yeah. Cool. Well, thank you again yeah. for your time and thank you for your sharing. And uh, thank you, Ananda. I really yeah. appreciate it. Yeah, it's been a lot of fun. Yeah. So we'll end the broadcast and then, but just hang on afterwards. I like to just touch base. Okay. So Sounds thank cool. thank you everyone for listening. We will uh, we'll see you next Thursday for take note.